Hey, so remember Monday when I said that uh, the recording was fucked up on the San Francisco side of things, and so we only ended up with half a show? Well, guess what? It's Thursday, and uh, Riff's end, the Arizona end of this podcast, got kind of fucked up. So there's going to be a point at which Riff just fucking disappears, and we don't know when it is yet. So, uh, sorry, again, one of these days we will learn how to do the thing that we've been doing twice a week for fucking nine years, and it won't be a, uh, it won't be a, a, a shortened clusterfuck. I was just about to say clusterfuck. Bye, everybody. I mean, he- hello, welcome to the show. This is going on the beginning of the show. Hello, everybody. We just started recording, and nothing is totally all fucked up yet. Where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the where the where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Where the fuck is Riff? Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing Radio Spectacular. I'm your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? It seems like it's been a really long time since we did this, even though it hasn't been a really long time since we did this. Has it? Well, it's been a comparatively long time, right? Well, it was two weeks, right? Because we didn't do do this because we went to Indo. We we did miss one, but we only missed one. Well, I wouldn't say we missed one, Riff. Well, uh, flies live for less than two weeks, right? Like Drosophila? Sure. You know, flies. that character from Buffy, Spike's girlfriend from the England. Right. She had one red eye and one white eye. Did she? Yes. Because she's a Drosophila? Well, Is that what, do Drosophila have that or just certain Drosophila in certain experiments? Yeah, it's just a weird phenotype or something. Huh. Hmm. I'm just throwing words out there. Just phenotype was one out. of the watchers, right? Yep. Did he also have one red eye and one white eye? I think so. But he also had some other colored eyes that you couldn't see. Dude, I have one red eye and one white eye because I'm half-baked. <laughs> Lol. Uh, how's it going, guys? Did you see earlier that hilarious uh, promoted tweet by uh, U.S. Air? No. no. It was JetBlue Airways. Uh, it, was, uh, it said, uh, the captain has turned on the lol sign, so send us your funny videos. Oh. I was like, oh, JetBlue Airways. Hmm. I hate Twitter. <laughs> you know that said I didn't pay a goddamn thing for that service so they can show me whatever the I was gonna say you didn't pay want. anything for that particular tweet <laughs> oh I would've that tweet was worth at least four dollars yeah what would you pay for that tweet Riff do you know apparently if you uh, reply to those uh, promoted tweets the company that that tweeted it gets charged a fee so really you, yeah so if you if you get one you really hate you can just send them fuck you over and over and over, and they have to pay for that. But I don't want to be part of that problem. No. I don't want to denial of service them just for having the captain turn on the lol sign. <laughs> that isn't funny. <laughs> I mean, I could maybe send them a funny video of this cool thing I can do where I put googly eyes on my balls. <laughs> send them a bunch of copies of that. Because who wouldn't want a bunch of copies of that? Nobody. That's who wouldn't. That That would be... That would be when the the real lull sign gets turned on. Riff, how's Arizona? Are you holding down the fort? What's that? Are you holding down the fort? Yeah, yeah. The fort has not gone anywhere. It is still here. uh, I fortified it while I was there. I had the the crazy man put the stucco on it. That's true, yeah. 
So when the sprinklers come on, they won't... See, eventually, if we had just left things alone, the sprinklers would have eventually ruined your computer. Did you turn the <laughs> sprinklers on? Uh, I think I turned them off and then did not turn them back on. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, that might be a thing you might want Rift to do. Gosh. Turn the sprinklers on? I mean, it's going to yeah. be winter soon anyway, right? So... Yeah, but don't, don't we typically have them off in the winter? In the winter, it doesn't no. snow in no, the winter. You need yeah. you, there needs to be water for the plants. Yeah, the you know the weeds. We do live in the grow. desert. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, fucking gravity! This is terrible. This yeah. is a terrible. We're setup. living we're living too far away from each other now. My desktop uh, machine decided in the middle of recording the Monday show yesterday um, <laughs> that uh, it was going to just shit the bed and never unshit it. It was like, hey, I was like, hey, can I have those sheets? I'd like to wash them on the account of you just shit the bed. And it's like, nope, I'm keeping them. <laughs> this bed is comprehensively beshatten. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm, uh, we're, we're recording on my laptop. So I hope that works. Um, the laptop is in the space that my, my microphone used to be. So now my microphone is across the room. Yeah, we're further apart in this, this conglomeration of cables that are required for us to. Okay, so what do we have here? We have two of our phone headsets yep. and then one male-to-male cable plugged into an iPhone adapter plugged into a converter from iPhone to regular-ass landline phone right. plugged into a cordless headset. Wow. Yeah. Um, that sounds like the, the original setup I had for being able to hear the TV while I was on the that um, electric treadmill. treadmill that I had Yeah, before I got the gravity-powered one. Oh, because the motor was too loud? Yeah, because the motor was too loud to hear anything. So I had, like, audio cables running into an adapter for a quarter-inch audio cable running into a headphone jack um, amplifier running into a a uh, three-quarter or whatever back down to a regular-size headphone going into headphones and i think somewhere in there i had to have an extra patch cable to make it long enough to reach across the room and then all of that ultimately went into your butt right yeah because that's you know that's how i that's how i hear the tv so you had a you had a hard drive fail recently didn't you me at home are you talking to me i am i'm looking at you you're talking to me jick yeah but you're always looking at me (laughs) i look at you when i talk to riff you look at me when you talk to Riff. That's also true. Because Riff's not here. You know what we need to do? We need to get a picture of Riff on the back oh, wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just look at that when we want to So talk then to at, least, at least Hot Stuff and I will have those cues as to right. who's talking to who. I could send you that horrible Halloween mask I made. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That is true. I could just make one out of a better picture of you that I keep. It's a picture <laughs> of you sleeping. <laughs> oh. oh, how I, uh, sweet. I was going to say that... that you, you. I think you might have some sort of some sort of communicable hard drive disease, right? Because you you had a personal hard drive fail, which is part of the reason that we had to change our audio setup out here. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, just because you own KOL's hard drives, one of them failed. Yeah, I mean that was that was inevitable. They're hard drives, you know. Uh, Casey Wiederman actually wrote into Radio Bugbear and said, uh, and I don't want to even read these because I don't want to encourage people to write into Radio Bugbear. It just bothers me when there's like one question in there. When it's just floating. Uh, He says, have your thoughts on server insurance changed at all now that they've been put through the crucible? No, this is by no means the worst thing that's ever happened at the data center. Right. Like, I mean, this exact thing happened in March to the other one of these machines. You know... The most trouble I've ever had is trying to get warranty repairs done 
on one of the servers that actually had a warranty. We are so much better off in terms of time spent and money spent buying servers that are a quarter the cost of actual nice Dell servers than we are, and just replacing them whenever anything goes wrong, right. than did, we are actually trying to use a warranty. Did you ever get that warranty service to warranty. come through? No, never did. Wow. They just, they kept replacing parts and it kept not working and they kept like, I had to make so many fucking trips to the data center, each of which just eats up an entire, like, afternoon, two thirds of a day yeah. of productive time and it, it just, yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. And it was so much easier to just like, all right, I'm just going to buy another one of these like $1,000 one U boxes and we'll just put it in there. We'll use it until it fails and then we'll just fucking throw it away. It's gross. It's awful. But like computers are such garbage. Like you just can't fix them. I wonder if there is something interesting you could build out of the old ones. I don't know. I've gotten rid of so many of them. They were sitting there at the office. I figure if there was anything interesting to build, you'd have done it (laughs) in in the years that all of those servers were sitting there. I guess we could build little card houses out of them mm. it's very expensive very, very heavy, heavy card, card houses. houses yeah you wouldn't want to get inside that card house no nope. i guess you this could probably like... use the circuit boards for something you could make some sweet green plate mail or something we could uh, we could make an orson scott card house out of them which is just put them in a stack and then write i heart straight people on the outside of it <laughs> see i like to characterize orson scott card primarily by the things that he likes not the things that he dislikes <laughs> well that's kind yeah, you know. Um, no, insurance wouldn't have covered this anyway. I mean, for the same reason that like comprehensive car insurance doesn't cover your tires, you know, your warranty doesn't cover your tires. Nobody is going to insure fucking hard drives. Like, the warranty will cover them for the first year, but you can't even buy a warranty on a hard drive past a couple years because there is like they're just built with like a statistical mean time between failures right and so sometimes they'll last a lot longer than that like our database servers lasted a really really long time Aren't people also built with statistical mean time between failures yeah yeah life expectancy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well i mean unless you it well so the primary ways in which people fail is death right, right? and the, the sort of inevitable one but the i mean i guess like you know a lot of people like a real sad sack you know his mean time between failures is probably like a couple hours because like really everything he tries fails he's a sad sack huh. <laughs> tries to catch a bus doesn't make it you know like the born loser uh who accompanies uh riff's beloved franken Ernest. <laughs> uh, and on the uh, just just across the street from marmaduke and uh i don't know sally forth What's that? did, that's uh, a little later. Did you and, and Scully discuss uh, the ins and outs of what happened to the, the server on the last show? I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> oh, please. I assume <laughs> that it's me. We did. I don't remember if it was in the part uh, before or after, but like, just the hard drive crashed on the proxy server, and then that made everything go down, including forums, which was up. You just couldn't find it because uh, it didn't have DNS. So if you didn't have uh, did the DNS servers running on the proxy. If you knew the IP address, could you still get to it? Maybe, yeah, probably. Huh? You, you can probably still get to that by the public IP. Um, also, so if it was just, it just cached, I mean, if you, yeah. if you, yeah. So it's possible that some people were totally able to use the forums during all the downtime. I was for quite a while until I suddenly lost it, and then I was like, "Damn it, I can't throw this in Jeff's face," because he's all worried about the forums because the OS is like they haven't even been they haven't even issued a patch for it in like six years, much less. <laughs> like us patching it so yeah any any hacksaws out there that want to totally hacksaw the forums hey don't 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 prove don't prove <laughs> the linux assholes right there was uh there was some sort of security vulnerability that was brought to our attention <laughs> that cd Moyer looked into and he's like huh 
I think we might not be uh, affected by this because we have not upgraded our forum software in two versions. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty good. Huh. I think I've uh, screwed up the actual physical configuration of my microphone to the point where I can't actually record a radio show. Yeah. That's not true. Um, it's going to get dark in here. Yep. And then it's going to be real dark in here. Well, there's a light in the bathroom. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. There's also a fan. I could turn that on, and that would provide slightly more light. You could turn We're on the flashlights in the bathrooms for for the best possible sound. By the way, yeah, yeah. Um, Jake and I sit on either end of the tub. <laughs> Rub a dub dub. <laughs> Two podcasters in a tub. Okay, uh, so uh, new video game review uh, podcast idea. Two guys in a bathtub review video games. Oh, God. You're just trying to get past the awkwardness of being in a bathtub with a dude? <laughs> yep. Um, so this game... Uh, uh, dude. Dude. Midline. Um, <laughs> you accidentally knocked the shampoo over. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Bubble ah, bath. boy. Yep. Boy, do I not ever want to do a hot pepper game review. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't appeal to me. You should do the Cinnamon Challenge game review. Yeah, fuck that, man. Hot Stuff's a big fan of the Cinnamon Challenge. I hate and, the And uh, Elmore Leonard's book, Cinnamon Skin. I think that might have been somebody not Elmore Leonard. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Who Le- wrote... Leonard anymore? Who wrote the book, Cinnamon Skin? Uh, John D. MacDonald. Okay. That's like Elmore Leonard, in that they're both authors my dad had books by. They had they have D's for the last letters? That... Sure, yeah. Uh, they have either an E or a J for the first uh, letter. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing that they have in common. That's a, that's a pretty... Uh, you know one thing that Jesus and Hitler have in common? They're both named either Jesus or Hitler. Right. <laughs> I mean, that is a thing that comparatively few people have in common. True. That's Yeah. See, that's what they call moving the Scotsman. <laughs> that's the logical failure there. Uh, do you guys want to answer some questions about KOL, or do we have anything to talk about before we get to the forums and the cog bear questions? Well, we, I don't know. We'll probably save most of our indie CAD talk for for our other pod yeah, pod choice. Which I think we're gonna we're gonna record tomorrow. If you don't mind that riff, doing that tomorrow during the day when we're sober. Nah, that's fine. I'm kind of sleepy anyway. Uh, Mikko wrote into Radio Bugbear, I don't think it's even remotely fair that the Seal Clubber event was only three days long. I know a decent chunk of people missed the event for various IRL reasons. Can it be brought back as an option for players during their first new Seal Clubber ascension? No, uh, because that would upset way more people than are upset now. (laughs) And it probably wouldn't actually please the people that are upset that it was so short. I probably will be a little more liberal with the other skill revamp world events than I was with this one. I think it's interesting if there's a thing that you can only get on one day. And th- there's some more there's some more questions about this in the thread. I mean, the stuff that you got from this was not all that good. I know that that's not what matters about it. It's just the, about it the is collection. It's unique, you yeah. know? And, um, yeah, I mean, making it available again would be like the mimes thing and would just upset a different set of people. You know, can't be too consistent about these things. Got to keep you guessing so it's exciting. But I do apologize to anyone who missed it because of real-life commitments. But I mean, you know, three days, 
it's three days. You're going to miss stuff. Sure. If you don't play every day. It's, and it hasn't been so much like that lately as a game, but it used to really be like that a lot. You know, there was stuff you'd miss if you weren't logged on at midnight on New Year's Eve when I was drunk. Oh, grr. Yeah, grr. <laughs> Skilled says, with the advent of class separation, can we get a default combat action bar remembered per class? That is an interesting idea. I mean, right now you could just, like, make a bar for each one, right? Hmm. I think you get a lot of those. Right. Um, but yeah, I can see why I can see why you would want that. Uh, Wax says, when can I send you my pitch for the Sneaky Pete item of the month? You don't actually have to use it, but you totally said you'd look at suggestions. Did I say that? I don't know. Man, don't let me say shit like that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop words from tumbling out of your mouth. Just Whoa. push well, the microphone over. <laughs> the microphone from recording them. Yeah. yeah, you could stop. Jesus Christ. How How is this even so spinny? Hold on one second. I think it's uh, not tight on its axle. There's a, there's a ring that be tightened that you're ignoring that's cool it's all right what ring how does it oh <laughs> this yep. what was that what that is yep holy shit look at that look at how fucking stable this microphone is now sure crap man do you do you just do this do you sneak into the studio and make everything work while i'm not there uh, <laughs> sure wow i set it up myself once and you didn't it's like it's like the infinite supply of licorice that you got me for christmas and just magically new bags of licorice appear when I eat all the licorice. Yep. So you're, the, you're like the best buddy. No offense, Riff. But you kind of <laughs> suck as a buddy. <laughs> I have to yeah, admit, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin is a better buddy than I am. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, Wax true. says, I ask this with the understanding that you generally don't take pitches, but I genuinely believe you'll like it. And if you don't, no blood, no foul. Uh, that's a creepy and scary way of putting that. Yeah. I mean, um, harm does not necessarily always equal blood, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sometimes there's, you know, just bruising. Although right. I guess that's blood. Okay. Um, but not it's not exterior blood. No, it's exterior to where it's supposed to be. You know, it's like exterior from the blood's point of view. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, hey, Riff, says CapMK, don't you huh? think the soundtrack to Time Surfer, which is on the current Humble Mobile Bundle, is a very good soundtrack to listen to? The soundtrack to which? Time Surfer. Time Surfer. I have not heard that one. What? Go get me a beer, Riff. No, that wasn't me saying that. He wrote that in with the question. I would like a beer, though, Riff. Wait, no, he wrote that, too. We could probably clear up a lot of confusion if you just read this yourself. Shit, now I lost the tab. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> that, that joke doesn't work quite as well when we're not in the same place. <laughs> yeah. Still funny. Uh, Falooni says, It seems like the rare drops in the Seal World event, world event are unaffected by item percent. You know... The Seal Clubber World event seems like it was fucking six months ago at this point, yep. and it is weird that this is the first set of radio yep. questions since. Like, ugh, man, it's been a long week. Yeah, this was prior to the item of the month too. It was a long, it was a long week. Uh, anyway, it seems like the rare drops in the Seal World event were unaffected by item percent, which is how it was for the hot eggs. What's the philosophy behind this? Just giving newbies the same shot at something nice as the veterans, or are there other reasons? Yeah. I mean, I wanted meaningful control over how many of them went into the game. And, you know, the way to do that is to not not have to take into account... All the plus item drops in the game. Yeah, and, like, not like that's just a way to make it not just a rich get richer, right? I like world events that let someone get a leg up, 
right? Like world events are one of the primary vectors for class mobility in KOL's economy. I thought Ascension was a vector for class mobility. Uh, is that a joke about how you change classes yeah. uh, when you ascend? That's yeah. pretty good. That was a pretty good joke. Yep. I got it. Okay. I understood it. Good. I don't normally accept pitches, but I'll accept that one. Okay. That was a <laughs> was sort of an, a low ball. Yeah. Yeah, you really, you really soft, soft ball pitched the Lob- low hanging Lobbed fruit. it over the plate. <laughs> yeah. A lol ball. Uh, l- huh. Lol ball. <laughs> okay. I just invented a new sport. It's like softball, except the softball is a PlayStation Vita <laughs> on which somebody is playing Spelunky. <laughs> so you have to hit them with a bat? No, just the Vita. You... Oh, it's like someone's playing it remotely? No. <laughs> They're just... They're just paused? Well, no, okay. So whoever has the ball is play- playing, <laughs> okay. and you're not allowed to pause. <laughs> so the softball game only oh. lasts as oh. long as the Spelunky game. So part of it is like getting somewhere safe to while, toss. You, while you pitch it. Are you actually are you still playing baseball though? You're playing softball. Okay. Are you still playing softball though? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. So like that's the thing when involved. you catch the ball, right? You. Is it a, is it a bat or is it some sort of like? No, it's weird a bat. So like lacrosse, the fielders lacrosse, they run and they thing. pick up. You hit a, you hit a ground ball to left field and the left fielder grabs it and then he has a choice to make. Does he want to try to score some points at the Spelunky game, which is the <laughs> ultimate goal, or does he want to throw it back and get you out? Right. Right, because if the softball game makes it to the end of nine innings, the losing team is murdered. <laughs> but There are it, a lot more rules to this than I uh, than were initially uh, apparent. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm workshopping it. Okay. You know, this is how the magic happens. Uh, Nightfall says, did you hear that the Risk Legacy guy has announced a spiritual successor? Yes. Yeah, Are you as I pumped as I that. am? Yes. Yep. What's, uh, it, what's it gonna be? Uh, it was something, something, something legacy. Risk, <laughs> risk, far legacy? Uh, n- it's called Next Legacy Game. It is called Seafall, a legacy game. It is a 4X game set in the Age of Sail. Yeah. Uh, and it is not tied to, it is just like a game that that guy got to make using yeah. the legacy mechanics, but not being bound to like From, from what I read, it sounded more like Not being like bound to Rift's combat rules. Yeah. It was like more, more like a, a more like a I don't know, sieve, sieve on the ocean kind of thing is what it sounded like. Yeah, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Sure. Sounds pretty good. He says, also, the iTunes feed for Family Hot Dog has been broken for a few weeks. There aren't any episodes, and you can't even search for it on the iTunes store anymore. Uh, I don't know where that is at all. Because you haven't touched that at all. Yeah, no, well, I don't maintain it. Really? Yeah, somebody else, I think Matt, set that up. Oh. And so I don't know if the hosting just lapsed or what. I see. I didn't realize you were, you were just linking. I thought they were. I thought they were on our servers. No. Uh, so familyhotdog.com doesn't exist. Oh shit! That's uh, probably what happened then. So hotdognet.com. Does that <laughs> just go? Family hot. Yeah, family hot. So yeah. Well, that that hot podcast is just uh, just gone. It don't exist no mo. Uh, F says, generally, how long are new events slash content in dev before moving to live? There is not really an answer to that. One minute to ten years. <laughs> well, it's never been ten years. I mean, that... 
Have you, so there, so is, like, there are monsters. Harold the Halfling has been playable for like three years, probably yeah. on dev. And the Zombone. That's not on dev. It's not. What do you mean it's on dev? It's it isn't totally, anywhere that you can fight it. You can fight it from the console. Okay, that's true. I guess. Sure, sure. And that's like monster number three. But that isn't stuff that's coming out, <laughs> right? Like you don't know that. You might. You <laughs> might have the like the zombie uh, marching band invasion. So the disco band at revamp was, I finished coding it, got the last of the writing assigned and, uh, it still needs, it still needs a few like skill icons and stuff. Uh, but I finished that today, October 9th. So generalize from when you listen to this, how long between October 9th and when the Disco Bandit revamp comes out, that's how long that one stayed on dev. Okay, but you, you also, like, that one was something that you conceived of a week or two beforehand. Yeah. And you'd been thinking on for a while. Like, there are all kinds of stages of being on dev before something happens, right? Yeah. But I mean, normally, what I think of as being on dev means, like, there and playable. Okay. For dudes. And, you know, I don't know. They're, like, the Hidden City, I probably rolled out, like, a day after I finished it. You know? Because it just didn't need a lot of testing. Like, stuff doesn't need a lot of testing anymore if it uses all of our, like, sort of normal systems, right? And I feel like the later the quests were done originally the easier the revamps are to do because we were just better at using the tools that we had and we had more and better tools to use them then Mm -hmm. and like any quest that was made after we added the quest log is much much easier to revamp because it already has a sort of a single tracking flag that can then just be adapted um or replaced in a lot of cases, right? Like if I don't want to, if I don't want to fuck around with people who are in the middle of a quest, like the hidden city, like if you were in the middle of the old hidden city, like fucking whatever, like that's sorry, but you can just start over. Um, hmm. Because there's too many, there are too states. many positions, yeah, too many states, and I mean like the quest items are new, nobody knows that. Yeah, I guess I guess somebody who had you could have two mossy spheres or whatever, right? If you Hmm. If you had the old one and then you did the new quest, they're two different items, but they're quest items, so it's not like that's not going to hurt anything. Right. Um, edit says F. So I was three beers deep and I had a thought. Did you disable new user activations after the server came up to stop people from making new multis to get tons of blank diaries? No. Um, I mean, we didn't stop activation so much as because all of the web servers are on the other side of the proxy, they're not actually connected to the internet. And so by default the mail function on PHP doesn't work on them unless we get the mail gateway set up on the proxy. And that was just, that was a thing that happened like 18 hours into the recovery process. Oh, wow. Right. Like it just, it, there, there were, you know, there were a few things like I couldn't log into the radio archive until this afternoon. Right. Cause there's, Oh shit. Like I was like, Hey, this Jeff, this thing doesn't work. He's like, Oh, right. Forgot. You know, cause there's just all this stuff that got set up over years of him reacting to our business needs. And this was not captured in a restore from backup? No. I don't know exactly why. Okay. Um, I, I think 
that a lot of the just like configuration files and stuff just aren't part of what gets backed up. Huh. Right, it's like just the irreplaceable stuff that gets backed up because you want, I don't know exactly what you want. I mean, you you have this idea from using a Mac that you can just like make a copy of a hard drive and then you can put that data back onto a hard drive and somehow that will just work. Yep. Uh, which is not true. <laughs> that's not our thing. That is just not a thing. I've done it twice. Okay. So that's... I think Mac does some fucking magic. Anyway, no, I mean, Mac people who made an account uh, during the downtime wouldn't have gotten that anyway. Uh, people are... It is weird, the theories that people have about how we decided to distribute those. And I was just like, hey, Chris, send this to anybody who's logged on in the last week. And... Uh, is that going to be in perpetuity? So if as long as you have logged in at some point in the past week is when you log in it you will works. always get one of those yeah so if you just keep logging out and logging back in you'll just keep getting new blank diaries cool uh four beers deep he says edit square now i'm guessing you did it to stop new players from getting the item because it was the easiest way to give the diary to people who logged in yesterday but weren't noobs no i mean we totally didn't do it on purpose we would not ever we would not ever deliberately do something that just looked like an error <laughs> i mean except the bug bug bear <laughs> Uh, Tom Sawyer says, wait, is this today's Tom Sawyer or yesterday's Tom Sawyer? Hmm. How mean is his pride? Eh, it's mean, mean. Is that, that lie? Is that, does that, what, how that goes? Mean, mean pride? I think so, but it's huh. Getty Lee singing it, so it's hard to be sure. I always thought he was saying, blah, me, blah. me cry. Huh. Yeah, I I, like, can, I can never hear today's Tom lyrics. Sawyer. I'm gonna act like a baby. Gaga, goo goo, me, me, cry. I think that's I think that's how that song goes. The beer garden is epic, says Getty Lee. Awesome item, smiley face. <laughs> Any possible chance for an interaction between pumpkins and the fancy beer bottles? Uh, something truly hilarious in the spirit of the kingdom. No, no, that's that's not. They don't need to. No, no. Uh, Capim K says, hey, I have another question. Don't worry, it'll be different this time, I promise. The other day I realized, to be or not to be, Ryan North's Superbook was only 10 bucks for the ebook on Amazon, and for some stupid reason I hadn't bought it yet. I vaguely recall Riff mentioning he'd read slash was reading it, but you other chumps didn't have slash hadn't read it yet in a situation totally way more open to judgment than my own. So the question I want to ask is, have you chumps read it? More specifically, there's a part I wanted to know if Jick had gotten to. I don't want to spoil everything, but suffice to say there's a character named Battle Lord Pete, a.k.a. Dragon Master 3000, and there <laughs> are skeletons involved. If you haven't read it, are you not too intrigued to waste time finishing this stupid podcast when you could be reading about Battle Lord Pete? P.S. I'm sorry I called you chumps and said your podcast was stupid. I didn't mean it. They were selling a bunch of copies of To Be or Not To Be at, at Indiecade. And we walked, we walked by and they were like, oh my god, oh my god, that's Ryan North. And I was like, cool. I should go up to him and say, hey, you should say a hundred things to me so one of them will be funny. Oh. <laughs> and it was also me that had been reading it and not Riff. Back when we talked about it. <laughs> well, right, because you're a chump. Trubs, Trubs is Trubs is a non-chump. She bought a copy of it while at the oh, uh, while, there. while at the thing. Yeah, I uh, I bought a I bought a copy of a pen and paper role playing game that I'll probably never play uh, because I never I always buy pen and paper role playing games and then I never play them. And also, this is like a serious one about colonialism. Oh yeah, I'm never in the mood for something serious. All I ever want to play is. Tune colonialism. <laughs> um, no, but it was a guy. He had, he was uh, he he was exhibiting at his game at Indiecade and had done a Kickstarter and was a big KOL fan. 
and so I forget the name of him. Liam. Liam Liwanang or Leo Wang or something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Liam. Uh, Bur- Burke, his last name. And the name of the game is Dog Eat Dog. Something like that. Yeah, Dogs in the Vineyard. And Orson Scott Card Jam. <laughs> oh, man, do you guys want to come to Orson Scott Card Jam? It's just like you have 48 hours to be as homophobic as possible. And make a card game about it. Yeah. Oh, man. Orson Scott card game. You just have to you have <laughs> to make Orson Scott cards politics into a card game. You have 48 hours. Okay. Well, no, you make jam out of the losers. Everybody, so, so basically, everybody makes a card game, and then those card games play against each other with no human intervention, and the loser gets made into jam. Could we do some sort of like Orson Welles, Scott, Scott Kurtzman game that was like, I don't know, sled PvP? Who's Scott Kurtzman? Uh, is, am I thinking of the wrong person? Who does PvP, the, the comic? Oh, yeah, Scott Kurtz. Scott, Scott Kurtz, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Orson okay. Scott card game. Right. Oh, Orson and Scott. Oh, yeah. okay. So what about Orson from Mork and Mindy? Okay. And Sc- Scott Pilgrim. Francis Scott Key. Okay. 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 Uh, oh, man. You, somebody with gauged ears should get Senor Card Gauge gauges <laughs> that just say Senor Card ga- Gauge. Ga- 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 it's a gauge. Or Senor right? Card. And they were gauged earrings. Okay, so just a gauge with a picture of a card on it with like a sombrero. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is Senor Card on my gauge. Yep. All right, guys. Guys, I think we've got a really solid framework to move forward with. Right. I'll call the investors. <laughs> Um, no, I don't, I, I made that funny joke not to be mean to, uh, Ryan North, cause I imagine that he's funny or whatever. Um, I just don't like dinosaur comics and that's fine. You know, I'm not saying that dinosaur comics is objectively bad, even though it is objectively bad. I mean, uh, it's fine for you to, like to, to make shit up because you don't care about the truth. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like me. I have not. Yeah, but Riff, do you like, do you like, uh... I do. But you like dinosaur comics, Riff. So, clearly, your excellent opinion does not count, because Jick is, Jick is saying that he does not like dinosaur comics. But he doesn't like dinosaur comics adventure time. Adventure dinosaur comics time. It's entirely possible. To, to be or to not, or to not to be is a choose your own adventure, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So that is, do you have a copy of it here? I do. Physical copy? Uh-huh. Huh, can I look at it? Sure. Can I look at it right now? Can not I just read right it aloud now. on this podcast? You could. Nobody yes. wants that. Uh, Canifar40 says, talk about the new item of the month. If it's the angel replacement, what are your thoughts on replacing the angel? If not, what are your thoughts on replacing the angel? Well, it's a thing that people said they wanted, so I was like, okay. And we had an idea for, like, a cool, familiar guy. I guess we... We came at it from angel replacement. 
That was the very initial. What thing. is a Halloween angel replacement? Oh, he totally reanimates the corpses of your foes. Right. And then what else does he do? And then that became kind of cool and fun and had a lot of writing. Yeah, he seems, he seems exciting. I, I want to talk to you at some point offline about uh, maybe a slight mid-month boost. A boost? Boost. Huh. Yeah, yeah you're you're always the one who's like, oh my god, this is too powerful. No, I just like I, I hate I hate the idea of like. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm kind of confused with porpentine. Totally deprecating old stuff. So, okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Valk says, "Will new Bad Moon adventures be added to take into account the new quests and their requirements?" That is an interesting question. Oh, did I, have we gotten rid of some Bad Moon stuff? I have tried not to. Um, usually people tell me about them and I find a way to cram them back in. Okay. I don't know if any have been lost for real. Not every, like not every zone had something that was bad moon specific. Yeah. So it's not like you have to. I feel like there were only maybe, there were less than 30 bad moon adventures, right? And a lot of them were just meat, like meat and a debuff. Okay. Um, bad, bad moon is so weird. Yeah, it's just so not how we would have done that. We're still we were still learning. Yeah, things. well, I, was, I mean, it's, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's weird. Was that part of NS13? <sighs> yes. Okay. It was because people like people had wanted the level playing field, and that's what that was supposed to be. Well, yeah, I mean, people said they wanted a level playing field, and they were like, "All right, here's this level playing field," and they were like, "Fuck you, buttholes!" Right. I didn't know my level playing field was going to come at the cost of non-combat and plus monster level canceling each other out. Mr. Magnifico's a jerk, they said. Yep. And I was like, hey, come on now. He's a nice guy. Um, when does... He's coming to town, like, soon. A couple weeks. A couple weeks? I thought, was week. in like, I thought it was in, like, a day or two. I don't know. He might get here tomorrow. Okay. I think he might get here tomorrow. You should ask him. I Yeah. Um, Hamfish says if you could each pick a single piece of in-game equipment to have a full-size replica of what would it be and why boy if it was a functional replica man the the chickenator is pretty good it's not I mean the the test case (laughs) yeah the test case so yeah the test case if I could change its enchantments at will right you know like ah hmm immune to athlete's foot (laughs) hmm sorry Okay. You know, just whatever, whatever at the time. Although that'd be weird if I was limited to like six properties. Oh, wow. Because it's like by the time I have. So enchantment number one is world's biggest dick. Enchantment number two is world's biggest left ball. <laughs> enchantment number three is man, world's biggest right ball. And then it's like species oh, man, and uh, stuff. Number four. Oh, man. World's biggest nutsack. Jesus. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> gross. I was real gross for a minute. Uh, yeah, and then, geez, after that, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, not very good. Not very good at all. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what items would be fun. The Camp Scout backpack is, seems like it'd be pretty fun. You know? Although I can't say that I'm ever really wanting for booze or trail mix. Like, I pretty much get all the booze and trail mix that I that I need. The foldables are pretty utilitarian. They do a bunch of different things. 
Yeah, if I could have like wings made of flaming clay mm-hmm. that didn't burn me. Yep. The cheese burg. If I had a cheese diaper, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna change my answer. Stinky cheese diaper. Uh, <clears throat> the iceberg lo- would s- suck to use. Which one? Okay, okay. I mean, Toma Clipart though. Toma Clipart would be way more powerful. How do you restore? How do you restore MP? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, drinking beer, drinking soda water. Okay. Hmm. So we would need something that was sort of self-sufficient, right? That's what I'm, the Tome of Clipart. There's a lot of utility in there. Like, what can you make? You can make a bomb that will kill anyone. <laughs> so that's like a jickinator every day. Okay. Uh, you can make. Um... Yeah, that bomb is so stupid. Why did I do that? It's like there's all these like phylum specific instant kills, and there's oh, just instant kill anything. That's balanced, right? Yep, that's how it works. <laughs> I think you made a bunch of stuff and we were not 100% clear on whether they were going to be randomized or yeah, or decidable. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is there any particular reason, continues Hamfish, that you can't use a bottle of whiskey at the perplexing door? How about the Dredsylvanian keys? Or is one Easter egg more than enough? Yeah, one Easter egg is, well, I would say one Easter egg is precisely enough. Uh, finally, not a KOL question at all, but have any of you guys listened to the Welcome to Night Vale podcast? If so, what did you think? I may be mistaken, but it seems like the sort of thing you'd like. I've, if you've never listened to it, I wholeheartedly recommend it, but start at episode one. The order you listen to it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, I'm up through episode six on it. I was listening to a lot of it there for a while, but then when we got busy, I kind of lost track of it. Um, hot Stuff has heard. Mm. It is apparently currently the most popular podcast, which is crazy. It's um, not that good. It's it is really good. I I wish and this is and this is going to sound like such a gift horse in the mouth kind of thing. I wish the delivery was a little better. The writing is very the uneven. Writing is too. oh really? Yeah. The writing is. I think the writing is consistently top notch. I think you'll find my credentials are top-notch. Right. I've just graduated from Harvard College, Yale. I aced every semester, and I got an A. Yeah. Oh, hey, so it turns out that show's super misogynist and should be ignored. Somebody posted Garth Marenghi's Dark Place to uh, Metafilter today. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yep. The entire show. Well, no, it's become it's become like consistently available on YouTube. Oh. The whole series, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's good. That's a uh, that's we can now refer to it and people can like actually go watch it. Yep. Yeah, because before the only way that I knew about it was because I bought some weed from a guy, and when he came over to bring me the weed, he also brought me a DVD, and he said, "You'll need this." <laughs> and it was just a DVD of the entirety of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. The nice thing about that is that. You're going to want more weed. So it's like he's just ensuring future business. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, but he never has any more. I know. Just kidding. Uh, howdy, guys, says Vernatio. I love the item of the month. Its flavor text is awesome. But it somehow got me thinking about the elemental fairies from the Degrassi Null subquest. They don't seem very relevant, and the only one that seems to get any use at all is the sleazy one due to the ease of getting her equipment, especially compared to the other fairies. Do you think they need to be updated? If so, how do you think it could be done? If not, why do you think so? No, I don't think so. Uh, because it's fine that there's a bunch of old stuff that isn't balanced against all the new stuff. Right. Because not everything needs to be the bestest thing. 
Having everything be relevant all the time is impossible. Having things be relevant sometimes is awesome, but... Mm. I mean, when Tom York goes to the Idiotech, there he's allowed everything all of the time, Mm -hmm. but we can't have everything all of the time because we're not Tom York and we're not at the Idiotech. That's true. Uh, Moving on. Have you ever thought of making a new always-in-season path in the vein of the Diet Pass? I think some fun ones would be stuff like some fusion of Oxycore and Bad Moon so there are no adventure-giving spleen items to be had, or perhaps something that restricted you to the use of certain weapon categories, like a swords-only run. A swords-only run would be a fun... Like, you can only wield swords, and you can only fight skeletons. (laughs) So, sorry, you just can't complete any of the quests. Yep. Oh, man. Every monster... You kill it, but then you have to fight its skeleton. <laughs> well, that f- fight wouldn't need to take a turn. If you lose it, it takes five turns. Oh, and the skeletons are all plus a billion monster level. I wonder if we could make a pacifist run where you're not allowed to fight. You can, your familiar can fight for you, but that's it. Hmm. Maybe... Probably wouldn't be very fun. No. there's. Pro- we'd probably also have to whitelist certain combat items that weren't actually you. You know, like, right. if you can deliberately set your familiar loose on something, why couldn't you, like, unleash a can of bees? We got, like, a... That's an item, right? A can of bees <laughs> that you sure. open up and it just... <laughs> uh, oh, it is a can of peas that you put over your bed. Right. Oh, by the way, Riff, uh, I'm going to need you to dump a can of peas in your bed and take a picture of it. For research. <laughs> and then invite a princess over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, and then you invite a bunch of princesses over, and then it's like, sweet princess orgy. So, yeah, get on, get on that. Get, a, get on the princess orgy? Yeah. You just put the peas on the mattress, and they show up. They'll Craigslist. knock on the door. Uh, surely one of the neighbors will have a princeañera soon which is the the Mexican ritual for when you become a princess Um, I don't think that that's really a thing probably not what does happen when a Mexican girl becomes a princess it's like weird because they're not a monarchy yeah I mean, like, a, so so. let's say that Prince Harry marries a Mexican girl. Okay. She would become a, a Mexican princess. Okay. Okay. Isn't, I think he's already married, though, right? Didn't he just have a baby? And that was, like, a huge big deal? Sure. Kate Middleton or whatever? Sure. Is that the the new Duchess of Wales or whatever? Duke, the Duchess of Yorch? Yorch? Of Yorch? The Duchess of Zorch. The Duchess of Tom York. Yeah. At the Idiotech. Where he is allowed everything all of the time. God damn God it. damn it. <laughs> what is the part of this that's heavy? What is the part of this that keeps dragging this whole assembly off the fucking table? Well, the... I mean, the fact that the cable is... All of the cables slack. have weight. Uh, also, how hard would it be to add another equipment slot? The only time I read that this was ever done was shortly after I began playing with the back slot. Uh... Wow, was that really shortly after you began playing? I feel like I've seen your name for a long time. Uh, would you be also open to making another vector for equips? Probably not, because the back slot was already there. It was the old container slot that got repurposed. Uh, did you get your hands stuck? Uh, maybe. Wow, you're... Dang. 
Hot Stuff is playing with the uh, with the sweet sword bottle opener that Pobblebonk forged for me yep. in the fires of Mount Doom, and he got his hands, he got his fingers stuck in the hole. I mean, I'm, I'll be okay. Sure. That's what she this said. This thing is designed to remove things from other things, so <laughs> it'll be okay. Uh, oh, so you just put your finger in a beer bottle yep. and put some soap in the beer bottle and then just open it. Right. And your fingers will pop just right shoot out. Shoot right out. Yeah. Uh, finally, can we get a turtle tamer skill called doubly refined hat donning that lets us wear two hats, one on our head and the other taped to our chin? Uh, <laughs> it would add another layer of sophistication to the game that those of the upper crust would really appreciate. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. Um, yeah, and then we could, we could chin do hats. some sort of a chin hat rack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Numbat says, great job on Transylvania. I'm loving it so much. There's so much to do and so many different ways to do it. Any chance we'll be able to fight seven plus kiss level hard mode bosses from Transylvania and possibly a leaderboard for showing off like the basement leaderboard? Random thoughts on how it could work. Um, yeah, I, I mean, no. Yeah. We already kind of did we're, what we were going to do with making those with fights hard. Kisses, yeah. No. Um, King Bobson says, edited us and bitching about the Seal Clubber revamp because you explained it pretty well in the other thread. Still a bit of it left, though. Is there going to be any work towards making the classes more equal, or are you fine with having the muscle classes never used at all in speedruns? Also, did you ever consider uh, changing the skill acquisition structure into a tree at any point? I think that would work well with the rage aspect. Well, n- no. I think it would be that would be a very poor way of disseminating skills to Seal Clubbers because if you didn't pick the correct... Well, okay. I guess if it was a tree where... Where it wasn't just like a like a picking between two skills every level. That's what a lot of people have suggested. And I also just don't... I don't really like that. I like having them paced such that you get the skills at a fixed level. Mm-hmm. Like... Because... You know, I don't know. I guess like Diablo 2 did the skills as a tree like that. But sort of every... Every modern game has a sort of optional set of power-ups that are distributed in a tree like that. But for the most part, like your fundamental basic class utility is just meted out to you at intervals as you level up. Riff, are you still there? There's a lot of noise on the line. Oh, well, good. Stop chewing on the cords. Also, uh, Hot Stuff, why didn't you tell me that you hired a goat to replace Riff on the podcast? He gets so you hadn't noticed angry up to this point. Break swords into pieces and scatter them around the yard. Um, I so you you write. Is there going to be any work towards making the classes more equal, or are you fine with having muscle classes never used at all in speed runs? I like a. The whole point of these is to make the classes less equal, and b. There is no way that anyone can know how this is going to play out including us in the long term right like i mean i guess it is possible that if we are to if we are going to continue to do the just same kind of like personality style stuff that only given classes can do when they are on class it is possible that we'll end up with a situation where only moxie classes 
are ever used because they just have inherently more item drops or whatever, which is probably already the case now because of pickpocketing with your precious fucking intrinsic abilities instead of skills that everybody says, oh, why isn't Fairy that? Because fucking not that is why. (sighs) Man. You're so angry. I'm just... How many points of anger would you say you have? Mm, I'm gonna, like, I think I have about four gallons of butt hurt. It's, it's, I don't know. This whole thing is, this whole thing is really frustrating and demoralizing. I, so when, when Gamelli went through and did an actual numerical analysis, that didn't change your feelings at all? Yeah, maybe it did. I mean, you're going to remember when people say, hey, you're bad at your job more than you're going to remember people saying, hey, you're not bad at your job. Because of the word not. Because the word not is impossible to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that even mean? I don't know. I forget. It. <clears throat> I also think that past the point where he started counting, the thread got a lot worse. There are also just a lot of people just genuinely being really shitty. Just the kind of phrasing that you would use and that would get you kicked off of another game's shitty toxic message board. Hmm. You know, that's, I don't know. Also, I believe he said something about a seal summoning revamp. I don't, I mean, I would be willing to consider it, but I have spent like no time thinking about it other than like, oh yeah, that's maybe a thing that could happen. Are the other class skill revamps going to be separate from the class specialty revamps as in pasta ghosts, sauce synergy, disco combos and all? Well, yeah, I mean, the, it depends on what you mean. Sauce synergy and disco combos are part of the skill part of the skill set. So those are definitely being completely overhauled when I get to those classes. Pasta ghosts, it just so happens, are going to be folded into. That's going to end up with more of a Jarlsberg kind of situation rather than just like a weird thing that you can only do sometimes. They're just going to be weaker, and you can have them out all the time. Um. With some with some trade offs, uh, hmm. you know I don't know what do you what do you think happens if we do all these revamps and then the speed boards are just dominated by one class? We do nerf we care? That class maybe we what N- nerf the class? I mean, basically, people are saying like there there is a bunch of sentiment in that thread that was like. We didn't like Seal Clubbers because they didn't have any shit that was Ascension relevant. When you said you were going to make them better, we thought you were going to make them more Ascension relevant, but you didn't. All you did was make it so they have all kinds of fucking cool new ways to deal damage and get better healing and stuff. Right. And they were like, I mean, how fucking hard is it to just give them a pickpocket? Well, it wouldn't be hard at all to give them a pickpocket, but it also wouldn't be a fucking Seal Clubber thing if they had a fucking pickpocket. So... What about hitting something in the balls with a club and then stealing all their items? The thing is, I I think that what happened is that the avatar paths got people used to the modern skill set that that I design being a thing that is sort of all things to all people that just has that can has a flavor that is specifically muscly or specifically misty or whatever, and the class skills can't be that that would be the worst thing for the game if every class was equivalent to an avatar in its 
just universal applicability to every ascension situation because the combination of all of those things together in somebody with a ton of perms would be it would just be like a super not fun god mode right right and so it's just, uh, it sucks it sucks and i'm sad um oh man that item of the month so much good writing so much question usually you make replacement items of the month have functionality not surpassing the original but superior in some aspect the wandering monster mechanic is better on the reanimator than in the angel as you don't need the equipment the angel is now obsolete was that intentional well the angel is only obsolete if you do not consider it being a full weight fairy to have any value which you probably don't it's also only obsolete if you don't consider any of its other features to have any value which you also probably don't like the reanimator is a familiar that is better than the angel at one thing and different different than the angel at a bunch of other things yeah it just happens to be the one thing that you care about and it is because I was like, all right, well, this is going to be an angel replacement for the Romantic Arrow, but I wanted its equipment to do something else, and so I didn't make that feature of it require the equipment, right? And, like, I, it's possible that from a certain point of view, from a certain point of view, that it, it did obsolete the angel, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to I don't know how to address that way of looking at these things. Like if if you are the guy from the Matrix who all you see when you are looking at this massive screen full of stuff is the one thing that you are interested in, then I can't ever do anything that will please you except make new powerful stuff that cannot be straight up explicitly compared to other things in the past that do a certain thing. Because if all you care about is this one mechanical function of a thing, then all of the richness that we bring to the design and the flavor of stuff is going to be wasted on you no matter what it is. And I can't make stuff for you because that stuff would be fucking boring and not fun to make and not fun for everybody else to play with. So, like... It's also fine if we obsolete old familiars. Like, that shit's gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, I, we, I remember designing it when we were in San Francisco. Like, it was probably a couple years ago. Like, it was maybe January. No, it was the February item of the month from 2011, maybe? Probably. That seems right. Uh, that said, I, I don't like obsoleting old stuff. At least not 100%. So. Right, but I don't think that this obsoleted the fairy 100%. The angel 100%. It obsoleted it's, this one feature of it. Yeah, but it's it's enough to, to make it irrelevant for most people. I wholly disagree with your appellation of most people there. Okay. Like, And he says, also, if you say the angel still drops aerograms or can stun the monster, seriously, that's not what I meant. Okay, I know that's not what you meant. I know that you only meant this one thing that is the only fucking thing that you care about. You know what else the that angel did? Fucking just straight up, no resource required turn creep. 
with Time's Arrow, which it still drops. It is still the only fucking way in the game to get those things, which are the only way in the game to get that five turns a day. Sure. That you get from it, right? So, like... Actually, if you intended this just so you could look at the Angel's mall price and make a falling angel joke, I support this. Also, the reanimator losing body parts when not being used doesn't seem to be something that most players would enjoy. Well, God. That's just, it's, it's the trade-off for... So, so the, here's, here's the... I'm going to summarize this argument. The, the, uh, the, the, uh, the reanimator is too good. You should make it better. Hamfish says, we currently have undead familiars as well as familiars that can breathe underwater. Are there currently any plans for another phylum of familiars? Also, why is it that undead familiars can't breathe underwater despite presumably not even needing air? And why are robot familiars dead in a zombie slayer run? Wait, Wait what? And why Why do you assume that under, undead things don't breathe in KOL? Yeah. They, they eat? Why wouldn't they breathe? Uh, also, are robot familiars dead in a zombie slayer run? We don't use robots in a zombie slayer run, do we? I don't think so. I mean, if you are considering the ninja pirate zombie robot to be a robot, I think you might be overlooking a thing about it. I realize those things are probably due to balance issues. I'm just curious to see you guys explain your way. No, those are entirely narrative. And they have always been entirely narrative. Yep. Um, also, I just caught off on podcasts I'd missed, and I am intrigued by the drunk dungeon or drunk gen idea. If that becomes a thing, could it interact with player drunkenness at all? Like, for example, there are 15 floors, and you need at least one drunkenness per floor, or you can't adventure there. Perhaps a special thing for over drinking and adventuring there, too. Hmm. Uh, you don't even drink, Riff. Are, okay, but you're, you're seriously going to do a fucking century club? Like are we, somebody, is this we we design a monster every minute or hour? I forget. I forget what I proposed. It was a, a monster and its drop every hour. I think f- f- for as many hours as needed to finish. That is it. no. That can't be right because that's way too slow. Uh, it starts out pretty slow, but then it gets pretty fast by the end. No, do, doing a monster in an hour is, we could make 10 monsters in an hour. If that's all we were doing was just like putting, putting numbers and putting basic abilities on stuff and writing and drawing. And yeah. Yeah. No. Everything. Yeah. Huh. I, w- I think maybe we said every 15 minutes. I think, I think we did a level. We did a zone an hour. So three monsters, their yeah. drops. And the zone logic. No, I don't even remember what we said, but we could we could go back and read it. But I don't actually think that that's a good idea because I think that Riff would die. Yeah, that would be I think sad. that if you went from drinking as much as you do to drinking a hundred ounces of beer in an hour and a half, I also don't. I just don't feel like it is practical to do the Century Club while doing anything else. Right. You would you would need someone like pouring the beers for you. You could just have an IV. You have to take barf breaks. Hostuff's good at that because he cheated. It fucking drinks around the world. I don't think that's cheating. You didn't do it. You have not drunk around the world at Epcot Center because you took a break to deliberately throw up. How is that cheating? It's not the drinking that's the important thing. It's the processing of the alcohol in your heart. No, but it's the part of it that appreciates it. And that's what Hot Stuff didn't do. 
Detour Sojet says, my friends and I played Settlers of Catan maybe three times a day, every day, for like five months a few years ago. Needless to say, we burnt out and haven't played much since then. I just bought Lords of Waterdeep on your recommendation, and it's going over great. Fun abounds. Question. Can I get one board game recommendation from each of you? I have a rough knowledge of the major games out there. I just want reviews slash recommendations from people whose opinions I trust. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, Lords of Waterdeep would be my first recommendation to, to anybody who's like serious enough about board games that they like Settlers of Catan. For more casual stuff, I really like Seven Wonders. Yeah. It depends. Like it just depends on your mood. There's like so many different things. Like if I'm a, if I'm in a serious competitive mood, I really like Puerto Rico. Uh, if I'm in a mood for a game that I have not played a bunch, but I enjoy sort of in a similar way to Lords of Waterdeep, like Agricola is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, if I like, there's uh, like it's really fun, but kind of wacky and a little maybe, maybe a little too random. But Space Trucker is really cool. Galaxy uh, Trucker. Galaxy Trucker. Yeah. Sorry, Galaxy Trucker. Um, oh, really? I mean, Galaxy Trucker is definitely not dry. You're you're building you're building spaceships in real time and then racing them around a track, kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Dominion and Thunderstone are both really good in their own ways. Um, this is more than one recommendation. I know, I know, but yeah. that's but it depends on what, like King of, uh, King of Tokyo King is of fun. Tokyo King of the, Tokyo is a fun party game. Super super casual, very quick, a lot of fun. Yep, um, uh, and it's designed by Richard Garfield, so you know it's good. If you want a really good two player sort of strategy game that is potentially as interesting as chess, Hive is really good. Mm. I have I have a hard time with that. But I, I really like Yeah, it. you like it. Uh, the Erosion Seeker says, We have teetotaler, boosterian, and oxygenarian dietary paths. How about the Western diet path? It could be one of those low-end winter paths, maybe. Okay. What, so you just you can only eat things that are made out of corn and super heavily processed carbohydrates, and then it's equivalent to NS9 because you die of diabetes right after you try to climb to the top of McLarge Huge. We could, uh, we could make the South Beach diet where you can only eat meat and cheese. Okay, that's actually not the South Beach diet, but we could make the 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 meated cheesetarian. We could make the Atkins diet, Atkins where diet. you can only eat meat and cheese, and then you die after level nine because you fall down the stairs that lead to the top of Mount McLarge Huge. Sure. Um, Max Droom says, "Jick colon skeletons colon colon Max Droom colon bugbears. Bugbears are pretty much the best creature ever. I do wonder why they are in the kingdom, though. I mean, not the ones in the bugbear pens, but the ones who keep the bugbear bakery in business. I mean, he can't be keeping in business solely by being fooled into selling his wares to adventurers wearing costumes, can he? Is he the last or only free bugbear? No, they're out there. I mean, some, I think somebody responded with uh, some of the narrative elements from the bugbear challenge path to, uh, to fill him in. Wow, this Minoct person is upset. Uh, why do you release items that are lost forever if skipped while offering unique, irreplaceable utility? I'm not talking about the following. For the first talk like a pirate day, you release the pirate hook. For Krimbo 2012, you release the mini mecha elf. Because those have their functional equivalents or strictly better alternatives and such 
uh, and as such are just there for collectiveness and flavor, that's fine. Collectors are sad, but gameplay isn't hurt. I'm not talking about the following. The fossilized necklace and the sinister ancient tablet and the red-hot medallion. Bananas. The silent invasion, everything. Because those, or their functional equivalents, can still be obtained with some effort, and that's great. What I mean is the likes of the Stabonic Scroll or the Seal Metal, which is actually why I'm reminded of writing this. Those items actually do something, and if somebody doesn't have them, then someone doesn't have them forever. The Bone Homie is 10 to 20 spooky damage around, which I'm not getting anywhere else. And against those unkillable skeleton hard mode or the airwolf hard mode or good old frosty, every bit counts. The metal allows this faster fury generation, and nothing else does, and people who didn't get it by now aren't getting it ever, and are at a disadvantage compared to older players, and that's not good. Except that neither of those things are even a little bit important. Right? They are just collectible. Because... While I get that there is a slight difference between some, like, I guess you are right that if you had literally everything else at your disposal, that 10 to 20 damage from the Bone Homie that you can get once a day or whatever from that scroll would be a thing that you didn't have, but it's never going to be like that. You're never going to be in that situation where there isn't something that is equivalent to that that is more accessible to you than the than the bone homie thing is, right? And because right now there is only one way to get additional fury generation, that does not mean that that's the only thing that's ever going to be like that. Probably when we get around to making a pass through the nemesis stuff, mm-hmm. I'm going to put something like that on one of those pieces of gear, and it will be on that and on something with different functionality and it's not going to stack so just don't don't freak out don't freak out people Um, like to freak out though yeah they do smallrot says will we ever get a chance to adventure beyond the kingdom excluding the moons that is totally outside outside the fucking planet (laughs) I would really like to stroll through the distant lands and such exploring the rest of this wonderful fantasy land seems like a very fun thing to do and I was wondering if there are any plans regarding that P.S. I love this game so much well, thank you, Smile Right. That's really nice of you to say. Um, also, thank you for joining the forum so recently. I'm sorry it sucked so much of a butt. Sure. Yeah. You get to see the Nightmare Meat realm. That's not here. True. Someday we'll make another game. Uh, Mr. Nee says, on the show a couple back, somebody asked about the yearbook club camera hanging around outside KOLHS, and you said you wanted to keep it a quest item due to it being powerful, to paraphrase. Why not keep it in the game, but merely strip off all the extras at Ascension? Outside of a KOLHS run, it could have the same putty-like function as the 4D camera, but with a limit of one monster per day. Newer players might prefer to play KOLHS in the future as a preference to saving up for putty, etc. No, because, again, that's just not what it is. It is a thing that is supposed to be available to you in KOL high school runs and get more powerful the more of them that you have done. And that is what it does. And it doesn't, you know, any additional functionality on it that you ask for is just you asking for it to be a different thing than it is meant to be. Like, I'm sorry that it is not as good as you want it to be, but it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) It knows what it knows. It will sing what it said. It comes and it goes. It's a it's a thing that you feel from the back of your head. WVO Quine says, one, ever consider building a bare bones web browser that could just play KOL, something like Mafia's web interface, maybe, so that you could release KOL on Steam? Do you think that this would result in a reasonable bump in new accounts or not? I don't think that's the kind of thing that Steam would have. Wants or needs. Yeah, and also, like, there is no way we could get 
that on Steam. Like the pro- like we would have to get more people than have ever played KOL to go vote on a green light campaign to That's get something not on Steam. Vaguely true. It is. You keep telling me it's fucking impossible and that we shouldn't waste our time I on it. Didn't have not said any it's of totally those things. Totally, exactly what you said. Wow. It's possible that I am interpreting everything that you say really pessimistically. It's possible. Like earlier today, when you were like, you know that guy we had that meeting with yesterday? That guy is probably going to murder us in our sleeps. <laughs> um, two, can the Epic Seal Clubber regalia be given an effect related to Fury like plus one gallons max Fury? Those efforts tend to buff the class specific abilities and now Seal Clubbers have a new one. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's sort of what I just said. Mr. Nee says, oh, and like Riff, I'm prone to eating the paper that muffins come in too, but only if there's enough cake stuck to the paper when peeling it off, so maybe Riff isn't completely unique in eating the paper. On the other hand, since I can easily tell the difference between him and Hot Stuff talking on the radio, I might not be a truly representative sample of society. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Oh, RNG He Ate Me says, if you take in too much air because you followed Yogi Bush's machine head yoga instructions, the solution is to listen to another Bush. Kate Bush's breathing ends with an abundance of exhale instructions. Now you have balance. Hope this solves your breathing issues, and as always, keep your feet chakras grounded when reaching for the stargazer. Yeah. Thank you, RNG, he ate me. I can finally breathe. Uh, Bax's line says, I'm a little behind on the podcast, but listening to the show from two weeks ago when Riff was talking about eating cupcake cups, and I had to ask, does Riff plus mug cake equal Willy Wonka? <laughs> you, you know where he eats that? Yeah, he drinks saying. out of the little coffee cup and then eats it? No, that's no. It's Willy Wonka. The there's original. There's little original. like daffodils that are teacups or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. So here's what I'm saying. If you made a cupcake by baking it inside a coffee cup, would you then? But the just coffee cup eat was made out of sugar. The coffee cup. Well, okay. So a piece of paper made out of paper is a lot of paper. <laughs> That's true. And yet you relative eat that. to Okay, but relative to the amount of paper that you're supposed to fucking eat, Riff, it's a lot. Because the amount of paper you're supposed to eat is no paper. Zero. Zero gra- How do you know? <laughs> do you eat okay, so when you eat a Tootsie Pop, do you just like, oh the stick is just paper, it's still got some candy on it. <laughs> No, no, no. Eat the fucking stick? When you eat a burrito that you get from a store, do you just, do you not unwrap it? You just eat through <laughs> you just the tin foil? it in the plastic bag and you just swallow the whole thing? Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um... Okay, candy bar. Candy bar that you have in your pocket for a little too long. You eat the candy bar and the wrapper. <laughs> okay, yes. Both, the amount of, of both that you are supposed to eat is how much, Riff? <laughs> Hmm. I think that plastic might not be a, a yeah. problem. I don't okay. Know. So what if somebody gave you a chocolate covered penny? 
Would you would you just swallow the penny? Because I don't think you're supposed to. People people eat like light bulbs and cars and stuff like that just in small enough quantities, and it's they're yeah. Silly. I feel like I've seen X-rays of people who are just about to poop a light bulb that they ate earlier. Um, Not such a bright idea. Baz Brian says, "I'm listening to the 9:30 radio show, and now I have to ask: Do you at least keep offsite copies of the server backups?" Sure. The Great White Hunter says, can we get a mark on our Ascension records in the shape of the commendation we received for that run? That'd be super cool. Huh. I don't know that we mark them in that place in that way. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we... Huh. We could reconstruct it, I suppose. Uh, back to the topic of food, says Mr. Nee. Could I ask Riff about his jelly baby eating habits? Does he eat the whole baby whole, or does he bite the head off first? What the fuck is a jelly baby? I'm guessing it's like a, a gummy bear. Yeah. Dude, not uh, okay. I, he, like a fucking real American, does not eat those at all. I would, so I eat gummy bears, and I will, so this is not Riff. For those of us, for those of you playing at home, uh, I will often eat the head off of one and the body off of another one and combine them into some sort of like horrific like a chimera. F- yeah, Frankenstein type thing. See, I two bodies. And yeah, stuff I usually do together. two bodies and and graft them together. Yeah. I don't tend to do the different head on a different body. Yeah, no, I hadn't thought of that. You can. I mean, there's there's all sorts of it's. You can build all kinds of machines. But you could make like a rainbow, really tall centibear. Yep, you could. Mm. Uh, Mr. Nee says, will next year's KOLCon be so ridiculous that it won't be remotely funny? Sure. And in light of comments on the previous show, would you be considering a new Alice's Army extension packed home as next year's con item? It may generate new interest in the game again. Now, that is definitely not how we would do that, because putting that few of an item into circulation would not be a way of really encouraging a population to do anything. Huh. Uh, B.A. Tackleen says... Well, his join date's super recently, too. Uh, what are the major player psychographics for KOL? What is your approach to balancing the needs of each category? Do you prefer designing content that is aimed towards one particular psychographic, or would you try to please everybody at the same time, and how feasible is that? You know, we don't really have names for the categories of people that we think of as playing KOL. I, I tend to think use of the new categories. kids, casual kids, and dick stabbers. Okay. And Hinch. Hinch is his own category. I mean, I, I definitely use the Bartle categories when I'm thinking about stuff. Yeah. And I would say that there's a lot of diamonds, a lot of um, hearts, some spades, and some clubs. So if you were to characterize my play style, yes. would you say that I am a heart? No. Not really. Because I feel like there is, to you're, me, spades... You're halfway between a heart, uh, I'm going to say a diamond and a spade. You think? Yeah. You're really interested about in mechanics, but you don't like. Go I want to understand knowledge. systems, but I don't necessarily want to dig up. You like winning, secrets. but you don't care. Yeah, no, I, I like winning, but I don't need winning. Yeah, yeah. Social yeah, okay. social stuff like you're not averse to it, but you don't seek it out either. No, I mean I will certainly do my part to make the social space better by reporting when somebody is named Poon Eater. Yep. I think you mean Poon Eater. Yeah, Poon Eater. He just wants to encourage people to shh. To, to, to shit white. nice shapes. Uh, let me see. 
it would be interesting for us to actually sit down and characterize, like to just take the Mark Rosewater approach to the way that we think about KOL players instead of you know instead of the Bartle thing because I feel like I feel like that because our game is different than a mud in very specific ways. Right. Like, I don't think that we have anything that supports clubs because I don't think that PvP in KOL is a club game. I think it is just a... It is a different flavor of diamond uh, game, right? I mean... I, I mean, do you think Jawbruisers are clubby? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Puppet strings. Like, there's there are definitely some... There's definitely some clubbiness. But they don't to, actually want to make people PvP. unhappy... Unless it's JLE, people. So like, no, I'm saying people want to make JLE unhappy. I, like, not getting a JLE on the hill is like a diamond activity, but knocking somebody else off the hill is a club activity, right? But that like, doesn't make any sense because those are the same thing. You just the, said the same thing twice. No, right? Like you, they're two different activities that look like they are the same activity, right? Does that make sense? Well, but like, it, it, let's there say two different activities which are identical in appearance and cannot be done independently of one another. I, do you want to get on the hill because you want to get you want to rack up more times to to get a higher spot on the leaderboard, or do you want to get on the hill to just knock somebody off of the hill? Like the motivation between Both behind, always yes, same thing. Diamond. The motivation behind doing that, I think, is what makes you a diamond or a club. Okay, so that character is called Tommy Hillfucker. <laughs> I feel I mean we have like ec- people who play the economic game a lot. Right, we will call them Warren Buffbot. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't have to write it down. I can come up with something just as good on the spot next time. Uh, Duck3 says, How come my thrust smack does not auto-hit as a seal clubber when I use a brimstone bludgeon? I thought brimstone would be sufficiently awesome for me to hit hell seals after I finished a bad moon or in last week or so, but eventually I had to use some non-shiny two-handed clubs and those quest weapons. Eh, yeah, yeah. Dear Jick, says Green in 72, what's the method of donation that gives you the most money slash takes the smallest cut? Like, PayPal and Amazon are basically equivalent. I right? mean, technically, it's sending us a check. Yeah. But that is probably the least best thing for you. Yeah. So you know, if you're okay with a significant delay between yeah. sending a check in, and I mean, if your Mr. if A's, it is worth, like, if you were just sending us ten bucks, if it is worth you waiting probably ten days from the time that you send it to get the Mister Accessory, and if you think that that is worth less to you than the forty-one cents that PayPal takes is worth, is it forty-one cents out of every? $10? Uh, no, it's actually fifty-nine cents. We get nine forty-one for every ten-dollar okay. donation. It's, and they're pretty equivalent with Amazon. Rixty yeah. is definitely the least favorable for us. Yeah. But Which we only did because it was like, there was no fucking way we were getting any of that money otherwise. Yeah. So I mean, that's people who just, are just taking a bunch of spare change to a machine. And, you know, like, they can, one of the things they can do with it is give us some money. So, sure. Hmm. Gargamelli says, you're not alone. I, too, pursue the delicious and elusive bits of muffin cupcake. Perhaps this is what has actually given this abil- the ability to tell Riff and Hot Stuff apart on the radio. Oh, he was talking to Mr. Knee. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. You eat that and a bunch of lead paint, and that's what <laughs> has 
made it so you appreciate this so much. Uh, Daisy Maisie says, hey, love the new SEAL Clubber skill stuff, but with all these new skills and once to come for the other classes, my already long skill list, both in and out of combat, will obviously be getting much longer. Since it looks like some skills are going to be class-specific, any chance you'd try to think up a new way for us to filter our skills? Maybe by class or type or something? I'm sure there's some clever mafia way of doing it, but I enjoy doing all my playing by hand. And the long lists are already making it seem like too much work to use all my hard-earned skills since I just don't remember what they all do. And I want to use them, damn it. So yeah, filters for skills if possible. Thank you. Yeah. I think at a certain point, I'm just going to say, hey, Chris, make the combat action bar again, only better. Um, and the skills page, I can definitely see a need to change that. Um, hmm. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if the the new state of Ajax and stuff is enough to to make combat action bar like a... A more user-friendly Oh, experience. we can make it way better performance-wise, certainly, and compatibility-wise. Uh, Lugzinder says, with the oil pan and the brain pan, saucers have gotten a lot of love over the past year. The zombie accordion, the accordion thief has also gotten some love, and there's also the calavera concertina. Turtle tamers don't ha- seem to have any additional love for items. Their only ones are their class-specific totems. Why have they been so unloved? Well, because they sort of have more in-class utility than, than buffing utility, right? Like, the, the accordion thieves are the important one. <laughs> To, to be sure that we support buffing as a playstyle with right. saucers, it just works out that way because it's easy to make pans. It pans out that way. Yeah. Elo Cordianacci says, every time I hear you talk about your forum woes with spam bots and you asking the air why there isn't a way for you to charge a minor fee for forum access, I think of this, but forget to post it. You already have a way. Put it in the KOL store. If you feel new forum people should get something for it, give them a keychain. If you feel bad about taking the money, pledge to give it to a worthy charity. For actual KOL players, you could tie new forum accounts to KOL player accounts in some way, perhaps a new thing for the ghost of the English language to do. No. I d- like, integrating some other system into the forums is not... Like the solution. When I say why isn't there a way for me to do this, I what I am saying is why doesn't VBulletin natively support this? Because I don't want to have to write our own systems. Plus, to uh, it. we have people who listen to video games, hot dog in our forums, and not KOL. We have people who play Word Realms in our forums and don't play KOL, so we can't just tie it to KOL stuff. Slashkamai says, are there plans for an item in the month that isn't a familiar? Maybe a weapon or piece of gear like the Volder Holder? This person has been a user since October of 2006. It is October, and there have been three familiars this year. But two in a row, I think, is the... Yeah? That's the problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mokume says, as a fan of Hardcore Ascending, I really like the structure of the Seal Clubber event with limited content and fixed locations. So, seriously, where the fuck is this noise coming from on the phones? Is this not driving you nuts? It's staticky. It's yeah. definitely very staticky. I mean, it could be Skype. It could be our connection. I thought we weren't using Skype. We're just, yeah, we're using Skype. Oh. Um, okay, sorry, kids. Even though the elemental damage from the portals kicked my butt, I could still defeat some seals while beaten up, get the invasion plans, and save them for when I was in Aftercore. I appreciate that and hope if you do do other class events, you'll make them as ascension friendly. Do do. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was the thing. Like, because you have only had one day to get those plans, I mean, the monsters weren't that hard. Like, really, the only way that you were going to miss out on those is if you just didn't play it all that day. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I tried. Um, Jehu's Dewey says Hey guys, I have a wedding to go to the last weekend in October 25th to 28th. Do I need to bring my laptop? Note, this is my surreptitious way of asking if there's any limited time content that I might miss out on during that time frame. 
not uh, sort of exactly. yes but no like there's not you're not gonna miss out on anything that you won't be able to get again but you might want you uh, might want to yeah yeah i mean it's not like there you, will you be some stuff going on sad. on those days and you will you will freak out even though it is kind of for no reason and you probably won't be sad if you don't in the long run but in the short run you might feel like yeah. you wanted to be sad uh, Donovan sixty nine is asking some stuff about uh, the the this is this is long and good, but I don't really feel like I have time to read it on the air. Um, tra- about the traveling trader. Oh right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I keep saying, hey, let's bring the traveling trader back, and you keep saying now. Yeah, that's because I hate the player base. I know it's weird. And it's not. I don't actually hate the player base. I was pretending to be a riff. 